Hello. Hello. I'm a filthy and that's an Arcadian lady and this is an incompletely articulate to which you are most welcome. Um, as this is episode 62, by now I'm sure that you know what we each do is write a poem in roughly the last week and then we both perform them for you. And it's your turn to go first. So do you want to tell us about it? I've gone for something a little bit topical. Oh, very exciting. Very, that sounded so sarcastic, but I, just, I do like it when you do topical stuff. <laughs> It's only just started and I'm already sick of sneering electioneering that has replaced politics. One party's flag's less red since their heart's blood got anemic. The other's full of rich folk trying to get richer quick. And I disparage Farage and I don't agree with Nick. And even as I say that I have fallen for their trick of a certain personality being raised as totemic. We've allowed the crowd to fade away and focused on the prick whose determining directions he won't tell you how he picked. As the news issues their views it merely recounts their antics and recites zeitgeisty Sound bites that have replaced polemic because any thought they've thought about won't appeal to the thick believing they're clearly superior is just axiomatic but they hide their disdain behind man of the people's shtick the thing is though enamored by revolution's aesthetic i no longer really know at whom to throw my brick and thirst for riots quietened by a diet of wielded sticks some in the hands of real cops many more metaphoric and i'm reduced to ranting aimlessly vitriolic you might call me a dreamer but is it so unrealistic to want to be represented by someone sympathetic who perceives the needs of others even through the miasmic cloud surrounding power that's so systematic. Yeah, you may call me a dreamer, but I'm really a cynic watching beliefs disappear behind pole arithmetic and rewritten agendas that are spin cycle centric. They ram it down my throat until it's just an emetic. Like Morrissey, by proxy, I was bored before they even began. I that was tight, man. That was really good. It's a return to form from Filthy, I think. Cheers, man. Really good. Yeah, loved it. And has that just been sort of bubbling up for a while? Because that's the sort of thing that I can... Yeah, if I had to pick something that you'd probably write a good poem on, like, this would be one of those topics. Like, I watch the news. I care about things. I, I'm involved. But, as I say, it's already boring. Yeah. You know exactly what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen, happen. But you know what's going to happen all the way until it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how different can it be? And um, it's easier to get angry about something than to actually do anything about it, obviously. But Yeah, but anger is important. That that impotent rage, I think, that comes out when you start trying to pump out power with this kind of thinking. Mm. But I like that you kind of kept it, like obviously because it's still technically, yeah, like the beginning of this process. So I like that that could be sort of, you put some more specifics in, but minus those, it could just be about anyone. Like, you could be getting angry at the situation, like the the politics thing here or in the US, or, you know, you're just getting just at the bullshit of everything. It's about the agenda more than it's about the substance mm -hmm. and how those two things are so completely different and what you're, what you're given isn't necessarily what you need and yeah. stuff. I think, I mean, can you see yourself, like, in a few weeks' time sort of doing another one, like a more specific, perhaps result-based? That's a lot of pressure. I'm not counting it out, Because uh... <laughs> I really get swept up in it. Like, I really enjoy it. I mean, not so much over here. It's not as exciting because, they, you know, it's not like the sort of TV advert level that they have, like, if there's, like, a presidential race. But... Yeah, I mean, I watched the broadcast and I think me and my brother are going to watch the debate later because we both missed it and he's been away. Um, 
yeah, it's really good to take a step back at some point and just realise that it's just all talking about nothing and it's not actually going to change anything until it happens. Uh, it's all talking about the periphery of something. It's even worse than the fact that it's talking about nothing. It's yeah. talking about things but not talking about the things. Yeah, I like in um, Amy Poehler's book, Yes, Please, he says, talking about the thing is not the thing. Doing the thing is the thing. So I think... Yeah, at this point in the process, there's a lot of talking. Yeah. And then Twitter is sort of rubbish around this sort of time because it's full of things like, oh, you have to read this, and it's all about people finding stuff that reinforces their views. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of end up... I mean, everyone's a bit cliquier than I think they think they are on Twitter because it's self-selecting. And you just end up reading a whole load of articles that you sort of agree with and the odd one that you sort of don't, and it's like... It's all a bit... And there's still hardly anyone... Diluted. Yeah, I don't know, I'm saying the same thing a lot, and I'm just sort of rehashing things I went over better when I had the time to put into the words. So shall we move on? Yeah, we can do. What have you got for us this week, mate? Okay, so... I realised after I'd written it that this is quite similar to one that I did years and years and years ago, I think when I was like... 17 or something and um it's a writer's what's it called the writer's block one writer's you block, did, that's you what did for the special yeah yeah that one yeah i'd written ages ago and then i performed for the special so this is kind of similar to that actually but maybe it's just something to do with that topic makes me want to write things that rhyme more than anything else i think because it's slightly more anyway we'll talk about it after okay I've tried to tackle journal prompts on blogging sites i've made schedules of early starts and early nights but I just don't write like that. I've spent a fortune on fresh clean notebook pages only to find the empty lines trap me like cages because I don't write this way. I have set up my Bluetooth keyboard in a quiet coffee shop, spread another pack of flashcards over another tabletop, but I just can't write like that. I've sat through pink print the whole way through, doodled at peeling words while waiting for the tea to brew. I think it's time to try something new because I just don't write like that. And as we say every time we do writing about writing and writing about not writing, it's a bit metawanky, but wasn't dreadfully so. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I think it was sort of generic enough that, I mean, it's not sort of going into the problems of like a particular rhyme scheme. I think it's sort of fairly generic enough that everyone can, if you sort of change writing with sort of doing whatever your kind of work is, then I suppose most people could probably relate to that. Yeah, and certainly any sort of work that requires some sort of creativity, where you're starting from from a blank place, mm. certainly. Yeah, I think it was sort of because I picked up a notebook the other day and I'd started, like, the January journaling challenge or something, like, that was on some Tumblr thing and then, like, on a blogger, they're sort of everywhere, and it's, like, a sort of prompt for every day. And I'd done, like, three over a whole month, like, and then forgotten about it, and I was in January, and I was like, wow, that really doesn't work. Some people really thrive on that kind of... Like a prompt, like write about this, but I just didn't work. A bit but of discipline created that, is, is, so. is, is valuable, I'm sure. Yes, no, totally. No, the discipline is, but not be able to find your own way of making it work for you, don't you? Yeah. Uh, and things that, I mean, I have done, I can never do again. I'd like, when I did the, the 50 poem writing month and the 75 poem mm. writing month, I have no idea how I did that. I have no idea how you did that. At least partly because the quality is quite variable, but I think... Yeah, but just the fact that you produced something every day. 
yeah, and multiple things every day to get yeah to get that. Like, yeah, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go and have a search for those because. Why don't you uh, give them your? We'll, we'll stick it in the doodly do. Okay. Because yeah, as I say, it's very variable. There's a couple of things in there that I really yeah like, and things that would never work out. They work within the context of the challenge, and with the other things that you produced and the time frame that you produce them on. But it's not necessarily something you'd take out and do on stage. And but I'm really proud of this. Yeah, and actually, the things I'm proud of are quite pagey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when we first started describing things as pagey on it. <laughs> Oh man, episode one seems like a long time ago. It's very nearly two years, listeners. Expect us to be blathering about that soon. Yeah, I might get another brownie slice with some candles in. So actually, part of the reason that we do this is for a disciplined, regular need to write. Yes. And I'm wondering if, now we had nearly two years of that behind you, whether you think that has been helpful for you as a writer to have Oh, to it definitely... Yeah, it definitely has, because there have been times where I just wouldn't have written anything for weeks. And sometimes there are still weeks where I didn't, or barely did, but the fact that I at least felt some need to produce, even the beginning of an idea, even if... I'm sorry, my cat is making so much noise. He's just jumping off stuff. But I just think, yeah, if I hadn't at least tried... Yeah, there are weeks where I've turned up here with something that you just know isn't good enough. Mm, But because I think, because at the beginning we were always very keen to sort of get across that it was meant to be kind of like it can be a first draft or even a second draft and I've done things where I thought oh, I might go back to that but because I've never felt it needed to be perfect I've been more willing to like share things on here that I'm not necessarily happy with but they exist yes we've never claimed that this is our best work. yeah this every single week is publishable like no <laughs> none of the weeks you could probably take maybe half the things and three or four draft them uh, and yeah um, and then they would get somewhere yeah I like the way that we've sort of we sort of mark our writing, even though we don't really necessarily do much with them outside of this. We just like we create something, we mark it with a podcast, and then we just move on. And I think that's really good as well. So two years, we will do something special for you, hopefully. There might even be another one before then. You never know. <laughs> Depends how erratic we're feeling. If you fancy nagging us about. That why not follow us on the Twitters either individually or at incompletely art. Um, we have a Tumblr which is incompletelyarticulate.tumblr.com and you can follow us on there. Uh, you can search for us on the Facebook and do thumbs and stuff. Yeah, like our page on the Facebook. Search for incompletely articulate. Again, that's how you get us on iTunes. It's just by searching for us, and then you can subscribe, and then each new episode will just appear on your device. And you could imagine that we're one of those sorts of podcasts that begs you for reviews and stars and stuff. Yeah, why not do that? Why not go back and listen to some other episodes? And then decide what you think and maybe give us a review. Find the one you think gets the biggest amount of stars and give us that. Yeah, definitely. I would go for the Accidental Feminist Special. It's one of our best. By Pride. It's good as well. I'm just picking the ones where I was proud of my poem. So, sorry, guys. (laughs) Right, we'll leave you to it. Thank you for listening. Bye, Matt. Penelope. Well, I think the cat liked that one a lot.